Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Watching Now special edition. Uh, this is our usual, well, we can say usual because we're going to do this probably more as well. Uh, one off Watching Now, which means that a series dropped, we watched it all, and now we're going to talk about it because why the fuck not? Uh, <laughs> this time around, it's going to be Echo, uh, which is the new and this year only Marvel show that we're going to see. Uh, and we're here to discuss it with none other than. Tom, Hi. and Ian, we also all know, but like introductions and things. Hello. And me, Billy Kay, who you also see a lot. So like, hello. <laughs> we're here, we're Marvel yes. nerds, and uh, it's, it's time to talk about Marvel. Uh, and, you know, let's start off talking about it in a non-spoilery way, just like, you know, your overall thoughts on it like how did you feel about it was it good not good like you know let's let's get that out of the way and then we can get into the spoiler talk so we're gonna start off with tom i thought it was good nothing that i would say was like excellent um like overall uh there was a few fun uh scenes uh some characters did really really well for me um had a few laughs uh it was interesting how they started to tie in some like more street level mythology i guess and like mysticism into like the street level stuff i didn't really like it at the beginning so i'm like i thought this was just going to be street stuff not magic shit but you know it, it grew on me a bit by the end mm -hmm. um but overall nothing amazing but not terrible like i've i've seen worse shows and i've seen better ones but still a fun time i think good yeah ian I freaking loved it. I, I, I absolutely, I, I really loved it. Uh, you know, I really was up for a, a smaller show with not as big stakes as end of the world proportions. Mm -hmm. And this is exactly what we got. Uh, it was, it was street level. And I, I was itching for another one of those Netflix type shows where it was just all self-contained more or less, and with interesting characters and interesting plot um, for, for like a big rebel moon sized length, <laughs> but so much better on every, in every single regard. Um, That's not hard. No, it's yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was around three hours ish, three and, three and a half, maybe. Three yeah. and a half. Yeah. And, uh, I, I loved every single minute of it. Mm -hmm. Same here. I I had fun with it. I was excited for what's going to happen in the next episode. And I think because uh, there's a conversation uh, on social media, or at least I saw a lot of tweets, are like, it needed six episodes. I don't think it did. I think that it was very self-contained in the five episodes and, and it, it played out right. Uh, and I, I think a six episode would have been not too much, but it, it wasn't really necessary. Uh, I think what we needed to establish this character was there and and done very well. Uh, so yeah, you know, it's it's not the most excellent show that you can watch probably, but it's first of all, it's it's a beautiful representation. Like, let's be honest, it's it's mm -hmm. uh, it's just wonderful and and it was it, it made me like i said it on our other podcast as well that I, it, it made me actually look up uh, look up the uh choctaw nation and and learning about it a bit more so like you know i think that a good show does that like you know it, it opens your eyes to new things and i think this uh, did that and um you know uh alika cox is just fucking awesome and i still can't believe this is her first role and she's fucking nailing it uh is it so, yeah wow. yeah so i you know it's 
it was good. It was very good. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I think we needed uh, a moral <laughs> show that's more on this level again, because let's be fair, we have Daredevil and things like that. So like, you know, that's great. But it's it's nice to get it back into that whole like feeling and, and feel as well. So yeah, good. It makes it yeah. feel like more grounded and like human in a way where yeah. you don't have like stupid CGI monster fights at yeah. the end you of every episode. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I just want to jump up, like how you said that you don't think it needs more one more episode. I would have liked it just for a bit more like character building for some of the other characters, like yeah. her, like like her like with her bet her cousin, um, her grandmother, and like her uncle had the roll roller rink. Maybe just like another episode where like we learned more about them. So because I didn't feel as attached mm-hmm. as I wanted to to them, mm-hmm. like I still was like, yeah, but I'm like I wish I could have gotten a bit more of them. But I understand stuff. So the story that they wanted to tell didn't need it. It would just been like an extra bit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, f- yeah, I feel just... like that. You know, I agree because biscuits is the best. <laughs> Let's just put it out there. <laughs> so it would have been would have been nice to to you know get to know them a bit better. But I I think that this gives them the opportunity to do that again. Like you know, I think yeah. we can maybe even get a second season. Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. You know, let's talk spoilers because I already mentioned someone who's, you know, not that well just yet. Biscuits. Is the Biscuits. Um, so, yeah, let's let's talk about spoilers. This is spoiler talk from now on. So if you haven't watched the show, go watch it and then mm-hmm. come back and watch us because we are funny. I haven't said yeah. shut up, Tom, in like ever like <laughs> i think that's a new record for us i was gonna say like I, like my soul's been healing my emotions are coming back <laughs> to normal like it's so freeing to not be told to shut up and fuck off all the time it's like it's amazing <laughs> and then there it is nirvana even oh um, yeah but then you do talk like that so <laughs> but anyway spoiler talk of echo this is the point where we're going to mention all the spoilers that, that's in series so first episode is more like yes. a recap kind of episode, yeah but in a very minutes. good way i think as i was watching it i i thought like oh this like new scenes we get new perspectives but then i'm like was this the hawkeye scenes is this just stripped straight from hawkeye and it felt like for the first 30 minutes i was like i understand why they had to do it but i was also like could you have like just shot at different angles to make it look different that was just like my big takeaway from like the whole 30 minutes of recap but yeah i i uh, I, I was thinking like maybe one of you is going to bring this up uh but to that i'm going to say like it's like it looks like that they can never do right at this point for marvel mm-hmm. Because yeah. if if they if they don't have like you know the popular complaint now is that we have to watch too many things to watch one show, which is like to that I'm gonna say, bitch, you watch 15 seasons TV shows and then you watch the spin-offs of those, so like shut up, <laughs> it's not that much. Uh, and then you know if you don't want to watch show, then you're like, oh, it's not recapped enough, and I'm not gonna understand. And now they do that, yeah. they include the, basically the one show where Echo showed up in, like, sure. it's, it's literally just Hawkeye, and they include scenes from that, and, and they recap you by including them in this series as well, and people are like, yeah, why did you need that? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dude! <laughs> yeah, like, it, it's marketed as Marvel Spotlight, so you literally give you everything that you need to watch this fucking series, and you yeah. may moan in now that it's recapped because you have seen those series and you don't want to watch it again. <laughs> You're an absolute loser. Go away. Go touch grass. Yes. Sorry, I can't touch it. It's, it's, it's just... No, no, I understand. It's just like it. Was... My thing wasn't like it was a recap. It just I would have liked it if they did the recap, but like in a different way. If that makes sense, like show the same events, but maybe through a different perspective or uh, something like that. Just like, so you still recap people on like, here's what you need to know. But for people who have been watching all the series that like, they still get something new instead of having to sit through 30 minutes of stuff they've already seen. If that makes any sort of sense. Uh, But I, I, you know, I would agree if like, it would have been 
like you know it's just Hawkeye contact uh, contact yeah. in the first 30 minutes but but they they broke it up really well I think True. like you know you get scenes from Hawkeye but they are not long scenes like I think the longest they put in there was uh uh when uh she uh, Ronan discovers and yeah 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 discovers uh her dad uh dying and you know seeing Ronan and uh killing people in there and that, that I think that was the longest one and then we get a, a a very tiny amount of of Hawkeye in there, like I think it was like a minute or so, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Like other than shoot him in the face. Yes. Okay. Uh, now, now thinking about that does make more. Okay, my statement is retracted. I've thought it. <laughs> I've thought about it more than five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that's possible as well. Uh, Wasn't so yeah. Just not peer pressure. Just realized that I fucked up. No, it's fine. It's fine. I, I, because I'm, I, I honestly think that it, it wasn't too much. It was like the right amount, I would say. Yeah. I, you know, even if you haven't seen Hawkeye, I think they, they put it there like pretty well. Yeah. Like, yeah, it wasn't overpowering. Like, yeah, let's put it that way. It wasn't overpowering. But, but we do get like, you know, the backstory story of like how, uh, Fisk and, uh, Maya came to know each other basically yeah. and 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 we get to see like maya's childhood and mm. uh you know what happened with her poor mom which that was, was sad everything sad. about maya's childhood is sad in different ways everything it's a bit heartbreaking <laughs> i could lie like yeah did you, wait no we need to ask did lily cry because that's how we know if it's really sad yeah you did yeah of course oh, okay. lily cried lily cried <laughs> I I got the closest when young Bonnie goes, I'm coming too. Yeah. I'm coming too. Yeah, that's that's why I broke off like That's what she said. What? Shut up. <laughs> Still they, funny. They, they, they're gonna cancel us. Like Yeah. yeah they would have done it. They would have yeah. done it already. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Probably. Also true. Probably. Ian said some deplorable stuff before. <laughs> Not the first time. Won't be the last. <laughs> That's what she also said. Oh, no, God. she did to me. Yeah, yeah. Shut, shut up. Shush, shush. <laughs> You're naughty, naughty bad boys. Anyway. <laughs> we have to uh, remind everyone of the church you made of a specific ass. Okay. It's, you know, it's a new religion. So. Uh, okay. Why did you make the church of the Blue Booty? Because throne is love throne is life may the blue booty live long and prosper that's not the franchise man shut up tom you know and it just happens to be about the perfect blue ass what can i say someone had to do it back to echo because we're echo. here to talk about that uh, yes uh, we also get to see uh um a lot of like you know what happened with Fisk, how how they came to know each other, uh, and more so in later episodes because uh, here it's like you know we get that awesome, awesome, wonderful scene with Daredevil, uh, yes, which was you know I'm just gonna put it out there, watching Daredevil from someone else's perspective, it's very fucking scary. <laughs> yes, oh, absolutely. I, I, if you're a bad I, guy, then you do not want to come up against that guy. Because he just appears out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like, they're just doing stuff and they just like, what thing? It's like, yeah. what the fuck? But, like, even Moira was like, hold on. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> hold, hold the phone. Who looks like a devil over there? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, but, you know, it's it's like, it was proper scary looking at him from Miles perspective because we don't really see that much with that all like you know we, we're always following his point of view yeah. uh so like you know looking at him from the outside it was like proper scary and i will just say it here it was there were very many very good fight scenes in this series but this was the best of just oh, yeah good well choreographed definitely mm. Uh, I, I even the the John Wick E stuff before it as well before Daredevil turned up where Maya's just like, what's going on? Yeah. And then yeah. and then has to turn it on to mm. to beat the shit out of all those people. Very well done. It was, it was very cool. Yeah, I I will say one thing uh, about the entire show, which mm. you know it it 
Katie, my other podcast host, brought to my attention because I don't watch trailers. I'm like, they just give away way too much. So basically what I know about Echo is like, I watched the first teaser and that's it. Yeah. That's all I saw. And Katie said that basically they marketed the whole thing as this very dark, very gritty, action-packed, mm-hmm. basically serious. And, mm-hmm. and that's where she got disappointed because it wasn't really that like, you know, uh, it, in a way where it's like, it's there, but not really. It's, it's more like a grounded family level thing. Uh, and, and the, the action things are broke off, like, you know, in, in different episodes. And I think there's even an episode where there isn't any action really. That's more like detective work. Let's put it that way. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I would, don't know how you feel about that. Like that's I would have I would have to agree with your co-host Katie, which you can find on the podcast All the Films We Love All the Films We Loved Before or All the Films judged. We Judged. Judged, judged before. Yes. Yeah. Um I would agree because I also was under the assumption of it'd be a very like dark, gritty sort of series. Um mm-hmm. not to say that I didn't like again, I still enjoyed what we got, but I we we was was in the back of my mind the entire time just like so when's going to be like the really like aggressive like fight scene where like there's blood and teeth everywhere and broken bones and stuff like mm. that. Um, but yeah, I think that is hundred percent like their marketing of it. Like they even uh, they showed the entire Daredevil fight in a preview clip, oh. like a few a few weeks beforehand. So that, I think that might have put the impression that like there was more Daredevil in some people's mind, yeah, but potentially. It was, yeah. it was only like a minute and a half of Daredevil in the whole series, and they did market it a little bit like Daredevil's back in this series, yeah. which is mm. just a little bit misleading. But I, I don't know. I don't know where I stand on this. Really, I think that it was definitely more more adult than a normal Disney Plus series is. There was lots of more blood. There was in in like the second or third episode, the guy gets shot in the back, and then it is it, he starts spewing the... blood up in in the air. That was the third. Yeah, like it's not a kids show on in in those respects. So like it is more adult, but it's 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 not like the Netflix adult shows. And and don't forget, don't forget, like you see, Kingpin beat living shit out of people in, in it that, as well. That that made me take a step back. I was like, Jesus, yeah. fuck, he's just an ice cream man. <laughs> He but he was dick. an asshole. He was Tom. an absolute fucking dick, though, wasn't he? He was no, a dick. Get get it? He's a dick, but like also a bit over the top. Like you could have Stern talking to you, like, "Hey, one punch, not beat him close to death." Jesus, you don't know. You don't know Fisk. <laughs> Fisk would do that a hundred percent. Also, let's talk about Fisk because I I think we we need to talk about him. We do need Fisk. to talk about Fisk. He, he is excellent. The best. Vincent Vincent D'Onofrio did a good job. Oh, did a very good job. I I will say that say it here as well. He was born to play Fisk. I'm just gonna put it out there again in Absolutely. the universe, and I'm so glad that Marvel realized <laughs> that, and they didn't recast or do anything mm-hmm. shit like that, and and they just brought him back. Like when he first showed up in Hawkeye, I cried. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I was like, oh, my boy is back. He's like, he's the first, but he's back and he's great. Oh, God. Um, so I'm like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I was very happy. Uh, I was very annoyed with the end of Hawkeye, where Maya shots him. But obviously, yeah. I read the comic, so I knew that he's not dead. Like, of course he's not dead. He didn't die on screen. Yeah. How, what have we What have we learned yeah. about the last few weeks? No one oh, who well, died yeah. doesn't die Don't see the body that even if they fall from a stupid high into a fucking bullshit yeah exactly yeah yeah exactly (laughs) but again back to echo we're not talking about that other one um yes (laughs) my my one complaint with fisk in this entire series i don't think we should have seen him at the end of episode one yeah yeah i I think they should they should have like just not mentioned it and then when he shows up in episode four wow I agree. I think that would I think that would be like a lot better. Not a lot better, but just like it would have been more surprising. So like if someone like Lily, he if unlike Lily, if you haven't read the comics, you think he's dead, and then it's just like just talking about oh who's gonna take over? He's this one guy, but it's like oh shit, cunt's not dead. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I have to agree with that. That was 
that was a choice they made there. Like, you know, I don't think it was the best choice. Like, they could know, have showed him in, in flashbacks up until that point. Yeah. Because yeah, it was a big it. part of her childhood. Yeah. And that's it. Like, you know, I don't, I, I agree. I don't think we needed that one shot at the end. Like, that's something that could have been left on the, on the, on the floor. Like, you know, you don't need this. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, whatever. It's, it, it, we already know from the marketing that he's back. Right, basically because yeah. I, I heard that that is in there as well. <laughs> so Yeah. Like I feel like that they tried to put all their best cards forward in the marketing, but if you kept up to date with it, it ruined a bit because there was like less surprises installed. Mm. Yeah. That's just trailers and modern movie culture in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, basically, yeah. For that's the most why, part. Yeah. But that's why I don't watch trailers. Like, you know, they tend to ruin the thing that they are promoting with it like sometimes they just you know reveal something that you should be surprised by in in the movie but you can't be because it's already in the trailer so like what's the point mm-hmm. and yeah. teaser and that's it like you know it it, it it kept me well fed in in the last few months <laughs> where i'm like i i literally went into a show and uh apparently something big was in the trailer but because i haven't watched the trailer i was like yeah, really surprised. Like, sweet baby Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Like you mm-hmm. know, you know, like just let's put it out in the universe, but that you don't need to put everything in your trailers. Yeah, we're still gonna go and watch the movie, probably. Yep. Maybe. Or, or your TV show. Yeah, make it exciting, and that's it. Because that's all you need in a trailer. Like, oh, be excited. Done. Show me colors and shapes, and I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> colors, shapes, explosions. That's all you need. That's shapes it. and colors yes yeah. and we're in can we color in like you know oh interactive trailer you oh. gotta color it in yourself there you go <laughs> i would like to say that i felt like kingpin was more like his old self uh, he was not wearing uh any sort of hawaiian, hawaiian shirt <laughs> or, that's, or anything that's comic Kieran. i'm just gonna put it out there well that, that happens in the comics as well and i loved it and he can wear it. Potentially, he, he can pull it off. Of course, he can. But it, it <laughs> felt like my my kingpin that I know from the uh, from the Daredevil shows. Mm. It felt it felt way out of his character to wear mm. the 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 Hawaiian flowery shirt. Um, but it he was definitely back to his brutal best. He might have had a little bit of a heart of gold for a bit, but. He was back to well, the rest. For Maya, yes, because Maya, true. basically Maya grew up next to him. Like you know, mm-hmm. I, yeah, we can say that he looked at Maya as his own daughter, basically. Yeah, surrogate uh, daughter. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, it's. Uh, I think they nailed the whole relationship between the two of them. Like I didn't think that. If Ram Fisk uh, comes back, he's going to be like, okay, you're dead because you tried to kill me. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it made perfect sense that he's he's still trying to hold on to Maya and be like, you know, it's okay. You, you tried to kill me. It's it's fine. I still love you. <laughs> kind of in my own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's it, it made sense. She was just in a silly goofy mood that one, that one evening. And like, it was just an accident. I, I forgive you. Have some wine and some cookies. cookies. And that's apparently dinner. Wine yes. and cookies, yeah. 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 And they didn't even eat it. No. Like, Fucking why? wasteful. In this economy as well? Jesus. I know. Yeah, I know. Down the that's, that shows how evil Fisk is. <laughs> <laughs> he abuses what, capitalism. What showed how evil Fisk was was when she, it was done with the sign interpreter. He just had a shot oh, around the back. Oh, room. God. Yeah. I did. Like, I saw that. I was just like, okay, so I guess that he's going to do sign language by himself now. Mm-hmm. And then she gets fucking shot with the screen. I'm like, Jesus. I saw like, was... her walking down a corridor and there was plastic sheeting in the corridor. I was like, oh, no, something's going on here. <laughs> I thought they were in the construction. Like, I thought, like, they had built, they were building, like, Fisk Tower or something. And, like, they had this one room that was fine and they were just building the rest. And then the gunshots, like, gee, what? Yeah. Why? Yeah. He was done with she, she, she knew too much. She heard too much. That's it. She even says, like, Jesus. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. And done. Jesus. Yeah. 
that's Fisk. Like, you know, Mm. I mean, it can be weird for those who haven't seen any of the Daredevil shows, but that's Fisk. Like, he's, he he doesn't care. He's like, you know, Fisk is the best. (laughs) Just, you know, let's put it out there. And Vincent D'Onofrio is the best. Let's. And yes. also put it out there. Um, uh, the other important part of the entire thing that we need to talk about, like, you know, there's no point in breaking down the episode one by one because it's we got it as a whole. So let's talk mm-hmm. about it as a whole. Um, but let's talk about Native American culture that was put into this show so beautifully. I loved all the connections that they made uh, because every episode was named after uh the the women uh that came before maya and and how they are connected and whatnot uh so what do we think about that let's let's get into them more because i think it's a very important part of the series i think they handled it with so much respect and it was beautiful uh to look at and get to know this culture so uh let's go to ian first what did you think it it was very interesting i am not any sort of expert and i have not seen or read anything afterwards, although it, it did make me want to go and look up to it. Mm. Um, so I'm not 100% sure it's it's 100% accurate. But with the splash screen at the end of the of the of the credits, uh, where thank you very much to the Tractor Nation for all your mm. help with this, I, I have no doubt that they, it was done with the utmost of respect. It just it just made me feel like oh they've they've done this in the right sort of way, the right sort of way. They've got everyone involved. I think it gave the series a very unique feel in like the broader like that's just limited like MCU pile. It it helped it like one like as Ian and both you and you have said as well that they handled it really well and didn't. It was like every part of the story. It was all. It seemed like it was always considered. Like it wasn't ever an afterthought. Like oh, we have the thing and we'll just like put set dressing. It was like no, this is an integral part of both Maya's story. And the series as a whole, yeah, it helps it stand out from the rest, and it goes it goes against the other criticism of MP- MCU of it all feels the same, it all looks mm-hmm. the same, all that sort of stuff. It had a very distinct, th- like themes, feel, uh, look. Um, even like they had the native Indian, Native American language in there as well in, mm-hmm. for some characters. And while they tied in some mystical elements, which I don't know if that's like part of their culture, um, or if it was just made up for the show, um, and whilst I initially I didn't like it too much at the beginning, so I was like, "eh." As they explained it more and how it connected with Maya and the culture that they were uh, exploring, I'm like, "cool, this makes sense in a neat way." And again, it hopefully makes people go out and like research a bit more because I think you've said before Lou, that it made you want to go out and research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think if big superhero things can do that and like get people to learn more and be more active in that sort of stuff i think it's good and i think this this was a good first step in that direction yeah. oh yeah yeah i agree i i think and and to answer you your question there uh, native americans are very spiritual so like i don't know if what they put in here is a real part of their culture but i wouldn't be surprised uh i didn't get that far into you know looking it up but i like you know it might as well be because they 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 believe in spirits uh they are very spiritual uh, uh so like possibly like you know yeah. it's it, it made sense i would put it like this like it it, it made made perfect sense that uh it's it it's that heavily included um so yeah i i, I think it was just it was just beautifully done, and it, and it, it it made it so unique, and mm. uh, and really different from what we used to see, uh, basically. So you know, yeah. it's it's uh, and and how cool it is because let's talk about Maya, uh, the main character of our show. Uh, how cool, cool it is to to have a person who is not only deaf, mm-hmm. but like you know, she also doesn't have one of her legs. Mm-hmm. Um, and still, what I fucking loved about that, it it was so cool in every freaking fight scene. I don't know if you paid attention to that. She always used the prosthetic leg to. I did say that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Every single time, I was like, "Yes, use it. It's fucking metal. You can." Oh, there was, and there was like, there was times like she would like she would kick. They block, and you just hear a twang, and then she yeah. just spins yeah. around and just like round, yeah. And t- yeah, yeah, and and sometimes like intentionally, she like even grabbed her leg and just went like 
just even harder to hit them. And yeah. I was like, yes. Because <laughs> that happened a lot in the episode three fight in the skate rink. Yeah. Yes. Which, whilst I did enjoy the Daredevil one in episode one, mm-hmm. I kind of liked that one in episode three more. Yeah. I just, I fan. thought, I thought it was like, it was, was a bit more solid snake in those guys in the in the paintball yeah. type place. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I feel like it was it was a creative use of like the environment they were in. She was using mm-hmm. the the arcade games and just like the way it was shot. Like every punch, it like would jump to a different like like that, and it just felt mm-hmm. I don't know felt more impactful. And I I just liked how they would like incorporate everything and Fair. It, yeah. I liked how different it was. Plus, yeah, you know great. the blocking and the roundhouse kicking and the twangs and all that cool shit. Yeah. Yeah, but like, you know, uh, it's oh, so cool because I keep thinking about that one scene from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, why don't you use your other arm? And, and Bucky's like, man, sometimes I forget that I have it. <laughs> and I'm like, the Falcon. Like, you know. uh, and Maya's like, no, I have this prosthetic. Like, it's mm-hmm. from metal, so I might as well use it to kick everyone's ass. And yeah. yes. You got to think practically so, as well. Her other leg is probably a, a, a better stance leg as well to to like keep balance. So it, it makes sense in in that sort of way as well. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So, so I feel like the main takeaway is that Maya is smarter than Bucky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bucky That's, dumb. Bucky dumb. Little bit. <laughs> Sorry to jump in on that, but yes, Maya is smarter than Bucky. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We love you, Bucky, but like you know. You dumb. He's, He's the first him. He's the first himbo. <laughs> he's the first. What is it called, Kevin? Are we calling Kevin? Kevin's the first someone? Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but we still love him, like you know. When, oh when yeah, Maya we love you, green. himbo yeah. murderer. But yeah, uh, no, nah, he he was he it was he had a bad day. Had a bad day. Bad day. Had a bad day. Bad day. He had a bad day for eighty years. Ah, that that's a yeah. that's a matter of opinion. Yeah, yeah. Who said that? Not me. Anyway. Not me. <laughs> Jeez, Ian. Calling out people yeah. for past actions. Like, don't let yeah. them grow. How Jesus Christ. Fuck no. The entire well, Once they're cancelled, letting... they're fully cancelled. They don't come back. <laughs> the entire series is about letting go of your past. So, like, you know, let's let's leave Bucky alone because okay. he changed and he's beautiful. Anyway. <laughs> that's he's just, just dumb. <laughs> he's just dumb. Which is fine, you know. <laughs> Maya, let's focus. Let's focus. I, I actually want to go back really quickly to yes. uh, one of her ancestors that I really yes. enjoyed. Um, I can't remember her, her name, but the the bit where it was done like a silent movie. Yes. The Episode light three, horseman. Yes. Yes. What was her name? Tuklo. T u k l o. Yes. Tuklo. Tuklo. One of them. The the light horseman bit with Tuklo uh, was great. Done as a silent movie, that is totally different to what we've seen in in any Marvel show, and closest to some of Wonder Vision ones, maybe. Yes. But like, and the style and and you know, it was it was it was excellent. I, I really enjoyed that, and she was a sharpshooter. Wowzers! <laughs> Boom headshot! Boom yeah. headshot! And done, done with it. I I I will say that uh uh. I am glad because I usually don't like when they explain things too much, like it's too in your face. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was really glad when uh, they had the conversation uh, with grandma mm-hmm. uh, uh, and she explained like what every ancestor represents <laughs> because I wouldn't have caught up on it. To be fair, like, you know, <laughs> you, you got your cutting, your whatever from this and this ancestor. And I was like, Oh, it makes sense. I'm just dumb like Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't be, but I also didn't make the connection until, so okay. we are all dumb yeah, like Bucky. We're, we're all dumb there you like go. Bucky. Yeah. There you we're go. Bucky dumb. Bucky dumb. It's just fine. It's okay. But uh, yeah, it, it was, I, I would say that it was kind of needed to, to be yeah. put into words. Like, you know, these are your ancestors. This is what they gave you. Uh, and, 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 Quickly here, I'm, I'm, we can jump on something that we mentioned before recording. Mm-hmm. It was from Tom. Tell us your theory. Uh, okay, so everyone has probably seen the theory by now that they're in this phase four and five. They're replacing the Infinity Stones with new, like, powerful Marvel characters. So, like, Monica Rambeau's space, Wanda reality, Loki time. 
I noticed that Maya, at the end, she has like these powers that are very deep orange. And she connects to the souls of her ancestors. So I think she's going to be soul stone. If, if that's the way they're going, she fits the bill. Because that was also the one that we didn't know like who would fit. And that kind of like broke the theory a bit. But I think there's every chance that she would, would be the soul stone. Even as Ian said, he, she's not as powerful yet. But she has to grow because it's her origin. Um, but yeah, that was my, as soon as I saw the orange, I made the connection with souls. I'm like, yes, yes, I see what you're doing there. You're doing the thing. And yeah. I felt I felt slightly smart, but then also realized that everyone probably probably thought of that. I didn't think so. Like I, I don't think I've even seen it going around on Twitter or or yeah. anywhere really. So quickly, then quickly you he- tweet it out. Then, quickly, tweet it then out. you heard it first right here on the Watching Now podcast on couchsoup.com. Become a member today to get more up-to-date theories. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yes, I, 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 I love call the theory. bullshit. I call bullshit. I call bullshit. I call bullshit. No. Why are you calling bullshit? Why you, call, yeah, you can't do explain, this? Explain. Explain. Because you can't do this. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that theory is wrong. That that they're replacing people with the, with the Infinity Stones. And anyway, but if even if I did think that Loki was was the uh, Time Stone and 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 Wanda was the Reality Stone. I really, really don't think that Echo is on the level of those guys to be brought into uh, an Avengers-type event. M- maybe you are right that she just hasn't become more powerful yet, but even the powers that she gets, uh, she might be a little bit stronger. She might be a, a dead shot in some places. What what makes her become an Avenger when she's a little bit rogue, let's say? But does she have to become an Avenger? That's the thing. I don't mm. think she does. I, I think, like... and and like what if if she is the Salt Stone? Like let's let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, I mean, she she already done it. Like you know, she's connecting to her ancestors, souls. Basically, uh, uh, the final fight with Fisk is not even a fight. It's it's her going into his soul basically and being able to to you know go into the deepest thing that that holds face back i will also point out here that i really like that uh uh she tried but she wasn't able to to bring fisk to the like let, let's put it that way because you, mm, know, you know fisk fisk is uh, trauma is is just way too deep uh to to be cured like this like you know that's that's not gonna happen that's but it shook him it definitely shook him. Something changed in him, though, because he wouldn't have stopped if he if he oh, hadn't yeah. been changed in some way. I don't know how much she got out of it, but she might have done something uh, which could have unforeseen comfort con- consequences. Consequences. Yeah, one here. There you go. We can we can talk. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's it, fine. But uh, you know, like it's it's already. I think it's already because. What what did we see from the Soul Stone so far? We saw Gamora and Thanos entering it, and that's mm-hmm. it. Does it have yeah. to be powerful? Like powerful as like reality and and whatever? Sure, but like, does it have to be as powerful as Wanda or Loki? But no. Just piggybacking off that, even then, like the the ability to touch someone's soul and like see their innermost, like like desires or like feelings everything that can like fucking make people go crazy even yeah like wanda can do that though yeah but like she's dead um yeah you've already said that she's the reality stone so you can't keep you can't the reality reality stone was was liquid to begin with she's just a liquid now Um, exactly (laughs) no but like the point being is like it's powerful in a different way yeah so like just imagine like oh he's this bad guy who might have some good in him they she could just go and be like all right let's fix the inside or find out what's the problem is when you don't have to fight mm. and that could be like and if she improves it that's where it could sort of fit in i don't think they're gonna like fully replace infinity stones but like the infinity energy from like the stones after they went kapui they just mm. found new places to be because you can't really erase anything permanently yeah they, yeah. they, they will always leave some sort of mark so it's just like 
they're not going to become Infinity Stones, but they're powered by it and they might mm. be influenced a bit. I uh, don't know. I think it's possible. I, you know, I like, I don't think that it's a coincidence that they use the colors that they use. Uh, they build up storylines, they end up building up just to not have like some kind of connection. Even if, like, I don't think they're going to become the new Infinity Stones, but they, they have some kind of special connection to them. Yeah, I get you. I don't, I don't, I don't quite, I'm not on the gravy train yet. It's fine, we just have to see more, I think. Yeah. Like, you know, we still have Deadpool 3 to look forward to this, oh, this year. That's, so that's going to, that's either going to be the best Deadpool movie or the worst. There's going to be no in between. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I, look, even if it's going to be the worst, we have Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds in the same That movie. is, that yeah, is And true. Daphne Keane as well. And Daphne Keane, yeah. So like, yeah. You're true, true. It's already a win. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I really don't care. I'm going to go watch it. I'm going to have laughs and, and, you know, don't spoil the movie. Absolutely. That's the main message that Ryan Reynolds said as well. So, like, don't do that. It's not yeah. fun. Uh, let's let's talk a bit more about the, the final fight and where the show ends. Uh, what did we think of, well, like, I already briefly mentioned the Fisk uh, conclusion of the of the whole thing. But what, what did you two think about it? I really loved it. I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, and it was unexpected. It was definitely unexpected. I would agree that it was unexpected. I I think going I think because of my bias of like thinking it was going to be the dark gray thing, I thought we were going to have like an extended final fight, like where mine just like kicks all the ass, um, which we didn't really get. It was sort of like a whole like power of friendship, not power of friendship, but like power of family sort of deal. So I was a bit like not disappointed, but like whelmed. Like I was like, mm. oh, okay, cool. But then when they went to the the soul stuff, I was like, oh, no, this is actually what they're getting at. And it's sort of like, I liked that. Um, but I think I would have preferred if we had a bit more of like a consistent act- final action sort of deal before getting to that good part. But yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. The 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 bit where where she does a little power, power stance. That's <laughs> all I can think of it, really. It's, it does some, some fancy yoga. And then sees all the the ancestors behind her that she pulls mm. from, um, was was pretty cool. It was like, oh, this is this is very nice. And then mm. and then grandma starts throwing punches. And uh, yep. good good old Chula. That was that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> uh, like, and, yeah. and it was funny. a bit out of place. I'm not gonna. It was it was very it felt very out of place. But I'm like, eh, it's not I, the craziest I can thing. Deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Like we can handle some stupid things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So Chulo getting the the powers like great. Bonnie getting the powers was a little bit more out of place for me because yeah. although she had a, a strong connection when she was a kid, they made it perfectly clear that she's paid no attention to each to her since then, and she avoided her for the whole fucking series. She only mm. turns up when she's getting kidnapped. Um, yeah. so yeah, I, d- I don't quite understand her connection with that. Uh, yeah, it, it's a blood thing probably and a fa- and family thing, but I, I didn't think Maya's connection to Bonnie in that, although she cared of her, about her deeply because she kept away from her for a, for a reason. Yeah. I think didn't quite get, they, they can't have been on the same page because they hadn't had a conversation for the whole, whole series and the 20 years before that. Mm. Yeah, I agree. But then to that, also, she hadn't really talked to her grandmother for the same amount of time until episode four. That's so true, I, but I, they had that heart-to-heart, you know. <laughs> they had the heart-to-heart. They had the heart-to-heart. They had the heart-to-heart. That, that matters sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. I think, uh, you know, I, I really liked that uh, fight scene. Uh, the thing is, that I missed, and I think that's my only criticism, like big criticism to the entire show, is that no one died basically like the only person we see dying is is the one who betrayed uh maya mm. and and her family and no one close to maya oh and the interpreter woman obviously uh but no one close to maya dies i i what i gathered from the one teaser i saw is that the stakes are gonna be higher than we we had them before and and yet like you know fisk is 
he's you know he's 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 not gonna care he's he's gonna kill people he's he's gonna do everything to to hurt uh our hero or whatever and and i kind of i they kind of implied it that it's it's gonna happen but it didn't really and i i think it pulled back a really hard punch from the entire show where yeah. you know i i obviously don't hurt biscuit because biscuit is best oh yeah but like and billy jack yeah and billy jack obviously i was like, so scared for billy jack the entire I time I, I was like no no they wouldn't, they wouldn't have dared to do that but like you know obviously because i think we can agree that it was easy to connect to these people and i think it would have been a punch not just for Maya but for us as well to see someone like yeah. or at least like seriously get hurt or something but it didn't really happen Maya was was killing people true yeah but you know like I, I think some kind of not even loss but like something to establish that Fisk is this ruthless motherfucker and Moya really fucked it up this time with him like you know he was even mm. going to forgive her for trying to kill him and then she once again abandoned him you know I think the character that fits that bill perfectly is the grandmother like if Fisk <laughs> killed the grandmother like at the post office or something like after that and then revealed to Maya like guess what lol she dead sucker but then yeah. she appears with Maya when she has all the souls of her ancestors I think yeah, that would have been like, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think I that's think. that probably would hit that punch as well. But that's why I also think a one more episode could have helped maybe build that emotional connection a bit more, so that it could have been even more impactful. But yeah. because they didn't do that, I think it's, it's still fine how it is. But I feel yeah, that's why I initially thought like another one more episode where you can explore her relationships with her grandmother, with mm. her cousin, with her uncle. So like, if they were to kill one of them off that would be a bigger gut punch because maybe we'd understand their relationships a bit better um, and that sort of stuff. But because yeah, I agree that like, I was just waiting for someone to bite it. Yeah. Maybe but grandpa. I... <gasps> no, not grandpa. No, not grandpa. grandpa. No, he was a pure soul. No, he was great. How dare you? No, he, he was. It, it, did you notice he was the exact same character he was in um, the last of us? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he only turned up in The Last of Us for like a few like minutes, but minutes, he was ba basically the same curmudgeonly yeah. old guy who just <laughs>, laughs in the face of everybody but here. He's the best. He's the yeah. best. Let's be honest. Like biscuits and him are the best. So no. But, uh, you know, the grandma would have made sense. Yeah. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Like even now that you mentioned it, I didn't have that though. But like imagine her biting this dust but then showing up for my maya at the end in that moment and yeah. still being with her basically that would have been like whoa yeah because you could have done that and like if you added 10 more minutes to the final episode have that sort of whole thing happen in like the first 10 minutes and then like maya has come to terms with like you know you know losing another family member she can still have that heart to heart with her mother um afterwards and then when her grandmother appears again, she's like, oh, cool, I've reconciled with you and now you are with me sort of deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And imagine how powerful it would have been that it, she still decides not to kill Fisk, but to try and, and get to him. I don't know. I think maybe she, she'd been through too much to overcome another loss and still have the inner peace to not kill Fisk at the end. Yeah. But that will just show like how she's grown from the start of the series to now. Because exactly. at the start of the series, she was like, my dad died fuck this guy but now like the same guy has caused the another death but because she's no longer so focused on revenge and she's got in touch with like her culture and her spiritual ancestors and everything linking back to the culture aspect of the series that way it's like oh cool so she's grown in a, a unique way for a superhero that she's mm. it still makes sense that she tried to save someone's soul mm -hmm. even after all the horrible things they've done exactly it was still powerful, don't get me wrong, but like I kind of, I kind of missed that a little bit. Like you know, to have something there that that yeah. gives an extra to the face. It was still great, but like I was kind of waiting for something. What but... death and destruction? Death and destruction. We will have all of death.
Yes. <coughs> yeah, uh, there oh, you go. Fuck. Now you kill your throat. Well done. Yes. Yes. Before we close this down, there's a post credit scene that we have to talk about. That's very important for the future. Fisk for mayor. Fisk for mayor. We you believe in Fisk. We, we believe in Fisk. Fisk. Yes. If you go against Fisk, you get my fist. I said. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's going to be if, because obviously we, we can assume that that's going to be a big plot line for the Daredevil series. If you remember uh, Daredevil season three, people don't, don't really vibe with Fisk anymore. Like, he's, he's kind of like oh, this asshole. But here's here's my uh, counter argument. The, the blip happened between season three and now. Sure. So, time for some know, people. Yeah. Yeah. People are like changed. I I think knowing that there are aliens about and anything can literally happen to the world. I think Fisk might have a chance. Yeah. And I loved well, how he was like, you know, suddenly just closing out everything else and just listening to the TV like, hmm, me, are you saying? I had to laugh at that because the way they would describe like the idea of like a bare knuckle brute, people would love someone who's just straightforward. I'm just like, I get that you're trying to like make sure the audience like tell the audience yes Fisk is gonna do this, but it's just like it's a bit forced, isn't it? With like all the descriptors that you're using, not that it was bad. I just found it was funny. Yeah, yeah. People are now very aware that there are horrible things out there, mm-hmm. so maybe that's what they need. Yeah, and that's Fisk. They describe Fisk. Someone mm-hmm. powerful, no nonsense, and can Mother give them the fist. If, give give them the fist if they need it. Mm. That's him. So mm. that that will be interesting. Uh, also, I don't know if you've uh, seen the news. Are you talking about uh, Miss Miss Deborah Ann Vol and uh, Eldon Henson? Yes, they are Foggy. now. Foggy uh, and Karen ah. are officially returning for Daredevil: Born Again. Well, that's fun. Yeah, I don't like Karen. I fucking hated her. So yeah, like... she is a Karen. I had so many. Not the not the actress. No, Don't I like Deborah. I, 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 I love Deborah. I I just I just hate that character so much. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I could have done without you, but like, oh well. Um. Anyway, I'm but, I'm glad I'm glad she she got the job because she's great. I just don't like the character. That's that's the main thing. But little uh, by little, we get I'm getting closer to seeing Jessica Jones back in the Marvel universe, and that is. Uh, you can never know. It's a, it's a, for me. I do want to shout out one more thing before yes. before we go on to it. Um, Shoshana Stern, it was one of the oh. writers on this show. Um, and and as a supernatural nerd, uh, I, I recognized that name, so I uh I went on to IMDb. Yeah, Eileen from Supernatural, and she was uh, also um, uh, Bonnie in in Jericho. If ever you, if you watched that a long time ago. Um, but terrific deaf actress made absolute sense why she would be one of the writers on this show, which was lent so much into the ASL and and, and stuff like mm. that. Um, it's definitely not a show you can watch in the background because you need to be reading a, a lot all the time. And I, and I think I think the depiction of deafness, although I'm not deaf myself, obviously, it seemed authentic. And I mm. think that having the writers, some of the writers, be deaf surely helped that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, I just want to say, like, that's that's something I also liked, how sometimes just all sound would cut out. And, like, it's like, <sighs> oh, so you're my, like, big fight scenes or talking something, you just nothing, and you just see my eyes go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. The, the and I make sing and editing was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do an episode. Episode? Not episode. A season rating. <laughs> That's the one. <gasps> That's what we are looking for. How would you rate the entire thing, Tom? As I said before um, and throughout this entire thing, uh, wasn't, the, wasn't the best, wasn't the worst. I enjoyed quite a bit of it. Fisk was great. Uh, the way they've incorporated the cultural significance of different parts uh, is great. Maya was great. Um, it's just, yeah, I felt like the pacing might have been a bit fast, but that's just a me thing. Um, 
But overall, I would probably give it a seven because, mm-hmm. like, whilst there were those really good bits, it didn't, like, overall, it didn't, like, stand too far out outside of, like, you know, the representation and all that sort of stuff. Um, but, yeah, a solid seven, Okay, I'd, I'd say. That's fair. I think that's fair. Ian? I'm giving it a nine. Oh, look at you. You really, really liked it then. I really liked it. I really liked it because I was itching for such a a small contained story with maybe a slower paced burn. Um, I think I, I, I don't like this c- comparison in general because a, a lot of people are just using it as like a, a standard comparison. But mm. because Andor was so good and so small and so like gritty, it felt like more on that level than than later series of 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 MCU stuff. So what what I mean by that is that it felt adult. A lot of kids may not like this the show uh, as a Marvel entity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not for them really. It's it's going to be it's an adult Marvel show, and it was street level, not end of the world stakes, but good story from with a beginning, middle, and end. And mm. maybe we'd seen a pre pre beginning early, early on, but I really just liked everything about it. To be honest, uh, I'm going to give it one down because I think they could have gone a bit further in the adult way. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mm. I fucking love this show. <laughs> I just want to quickly jump in. I would say that it's very different from Andor, which I agree. The comparison that everyone was making before the show, and even now, like, oh, it's Marvel's Andor. It's. I think that does a yeah. disservice to both shows because yeah. they're both so different, and they while they offer similar like tone, mm-hmm. like a sort of like vibe, they are wildly different in storytelling, characters, theming, yep. the whole nine yards. So, yeah, absolutely. And it only had five episodes to to build that sort of stuff. So I, it couldn't. It could never have got to an Andor level, and it oh, could. No. And it, it was done in a, in a slightly different way anyway. I'm, I'm going to be in between and I'm giving it an 8. Because it's, I enjoyed it. I, I was looking forward to find out more about Maya. Um, I, I always love uh, Fisk. So, like, you know, that's always bringing up a point, basically. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> Bring up a, a point for the fist. Exactly. Uh, but, like, overall, it's, 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 it's a good show. It's a good show. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's a proper, really well done uh, origin story. It's different from uh, what we've seen from origin stories so far. Um, and it's, it's, it's well put together. I, I don't know. Everyone keeps mentioning the pacing, but if I look at it like a, a very long movie, it's, it was fine. I, I didn't yeah. I didn't have a problem with the pacing. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was okay with it. Uh but like, you know, it, it had it problems which doesn't, let's be honest, like, you know, uh but but overall I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I didn't expect that that I will enjoy it this much, but I did and it's 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 a good one. It's a very good one. So well done, MCU. And I am super glad that you're taking your time from now on with things because it's fine. We can't wait. Do do quality stuff, not quantity, because I think quality then you, is then much you more get secret invasion. No, don't don't bring it up here. <laughs> Shut up, Tom. <laughs> don't mention secret invasion, Tom, don't, in front of Lily. <laughs> I just I just hear Ian flashbacks to all those weeks, had to write articles on it and everything. <laughs> I'm gonna have Tom, you don't talk about uh. it. You know, oh, I, I so wish there was a podcast that would have been funny to watch no no i would <laughs> have died i think i would have died from a heart attack or something like you know <laughs> ben mendelson deserve better amelia clark deserve better sam jackson deserve better copy smolders deserve better what the fuck olivia <laughs> coleman deserve better what the fuck we don't we're not we're not talking about that because i'm gonna explode i'm gonna die on screen and you don't want it. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry for bringing it up. (laughs) Fisk, fisk, fisk. Salt levels returning to normal. (laughs) Salt levels returning to normal. Normal, Need to think of fisk. Fisk, fisk. Anyway, (laughs) this this was us uh, talking about Echo in this one of of, uh, watching now. I'm bad at talking about the promo stuff, so Tom can't do it because he brought up something he shouldn't have. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Um, <laughs> fuck you too. Well, so, so fuck Ian. 
Um, <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, you can uh, listen to us wherever you watch your listen to your podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Um, catch us on the Couchship YouTube channel and the Couchship.com where you can join up to become a member to get early access to stuff like this, where you can see us being dickheads for like four fifths of the time. But one fifth of the time, we're sort of smart. Maybe. Maybe. Sometimes. Um, yeah, follow us all on socials and shit. I'm sure it's down in descriptions or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Yeah. Promo. Thumbs. Hug. Be- 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 yes. Champion. Hug. Uh, we're going to be back with, with more stuff in the future. So, you know, look out for that as well. Uh, because there are some very interesting TV shows coming and we, we're going to talk about it. That's just, you know, it's like a little teaser for you all. And that's all you're going to hear from us for now. This is us. This was fun. It's always fun to talk with this to you uh, about things that we like. And until we see you next time, take care, watch movies and TV shows, and bye. Bye. <laughs> what? Stop with the thumbs, guys! Stop with the thumbs! <laughs> they are coming to get you, Yen! Thank you, sir! You cannot escape the thumbs! You cannot escape the thumbs! Thumbs! Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.